In this segment, we're going to do a little bit of, uh, I don't know, truth and reporting, honesty, journalistic uh, integrity. We're going to we're going to take a little look at this. So a friend of mine on social media sent an article to me and I opened it up. I don't know, it was last night or this morning. And it showed a, uh, it was an article. It was on the uh, webarchive.org, which is a great site. They they take things and they kind of preserve it as it is at a point in time to keep history honest. And he, he shared this link with me by Yanni Gu at the John Hopkins University. And this is a newsletter that's been published by the students of John Hopkins since 1896. This was a November 26, 2020 uh, article. And they, they, Put out this this article. The name of it is A Closer Look at U.S. Deaths Due to COVID-19. And I read the article and I said to myself, self, uh, this is interesting. This isn't the same as the international narrative, or as Tom Woods calls it, the three by five index card of allowable opinion. This isn't this isn't the normal thing the press is telling us. How in the world? Would a well-connected university like John Hopkins, how would they put out something like this? And so I thought, well, I'll just you know follow follow the rabbit trail a little bit, and I looked into it, and uh, the article had been redacted. Uh, the I don't know if they call themselves the Ministry of Truth uh, or whatever, but somebody at John Hopkins had decided, oh, no, 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 all of that stuff that, that we said in the article, no, we got all that wrong. That's not what she really meant. And Yanni didn't mean to write it that way and didn't take it right. And the professor who, who g- gave the talk, uh, Genevieve Briand, the assistant program director of applied economics, master's degree program, um, that, you know, she just, she got it wrong and, and just kind of, it was misinterpreted and we still should be very, very scared of COVID-19. And then I went back to looking for the article later and guess what? It was gone, even on Web Archive. And I'm still looking at it, trying to say it's me being a techno idiot, but I can't find it. I can find the redacted version, but I can't find the original version. So I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing it's just me. But I thought, you know, I, I'll find this old version. That they offered it a PDF with a big watermark over the top of it. And I thought, I'll read it just kind of you know, for posterity, put it out there and, and see if you think, is this worth the, uh, the hiding? Is, is this worth them not allowing this person to speak their mind and give their scientific opinion? Is it really something that needs to be hidden? Uh, or should it, in fact, have been quickly buried and glossed over? And, oh, bigger experts say that it's really a huge problem. Ignore this. Uh, is that really necessary? So, for the rest of this segment, I think it's about an eight-minute clip, I'm going to read this article. So if you've already read it, you have my permission to do something else with your time. Not that anything could be better than listening to my voice. Here goes. This is, again, the uh, John Hopkins University's uh, newsletter published by the students of John Hopkins, written by Yanni Gu, with the main person being Genevieve Briand. 
According to new data, the U.S. currently ranks first in total COVID-19 cases, new cases per day, and deaths. Genevieve Bryand, Assistant Program Director of the Applied Economics Master's Degree Program at Hopkins, critically analyzed the effect of COVID-19 on U.S. deaths using data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, in her webinar titled COVID-19 Deaths, A Look at U.S. Data. From mid-March to mid-September, U.S. total deaths have reached 1.7 million, of which 200,000, or 12% of total deaths, are COVID-19 related. Instead of looking directly at COVID-19 deaths, Brand focused on total deaths per age group and per cause of death in the U.S. and used this information to shed light on the effects of COVID-19. She explained that the significance of COVID-19 on U.S. deaths can be fully understood only through comparison to the, to to the number of total deaths in the United States. After retrieving data on the CDC website, Brand compiled a graph representing percentages of total deaths per age category from early February to early September, which includes the period from before COVID-19 was detected in the U.S. to after infection rates soared. Surprisingly, the deaths of older people stayed the same before and after COVID-19. Since COVID-19 mainly affects the elderly, experts expected an increase in the percentage of deaths in older age groups. However, this increase is not seen from the CDC data. In fact, the percentages of deaths among all age groups remain relatively the same. The reason we have a higher number of reported COVID-19 deaths among older individuals than younger individuals is simply because every day in the U.S., older individuals die in higher numbers than younger individuals, Briand said. Briand also noted that 50,000 to 70,000 deaths are seen both before and after COVID-19, indicating that this number of deaths was normal long before COVID-19 emerged. Therefore, according to Briand, not only has COVID-19 had no effect on the percentage of deaths of older people, but it has also not increased the total number of deaths. These data analyses suggest that in contrast to most people's assumptions, the number of deaths by COVID-19 is not alarming. In fact, it has relatively no effect on deaths in the United States. This comes as a shock to many people. How is it that the data lie so far from our perception? To answer that question, Brian shifted her focus to the deaths per causes ranging from 2014 to 2020. There is a sudden increase in deaths in 2020 due to COVID-19. This is no surprise because COVID-19 emerged in the U.S. in early 2020 and thus COVID-19 deaths, COVID-19 related deaths increased drastically afterward. Analysis of deaths per cause in 2018 revealed that the pattern of seasonal increase in the total number of deaths is a result of the rise in deaths by all causes, with the top three being heart disease, respiratory diseases, influenza, and pneumonia. This is true every year. Every year in the U.S., when we observe the seasonal ups and downs, we have an increase of deaths due to all causes, Brianne pointed out. When Brianne looked at the 2020 data during that seasonal period, COVID-19-related deaths exceeded deaths from heart diseases. This was highly unusual since heart disease has always prevailed as the leading cause of deaths. However, when taking a closer look at the death numbers, she noted something strange. 
As Brand compared the number of deaths per cause during that period in 2020 to 2018, she noticed that instead of the expected drastic increase across all causes, there was a significant decrease in deaths due to heart disease. Even more surprising, as seen in the graph that is attached to this document, this sudden decline in deaths is observed for all other causes. This trend is completely contrary to the pattern observed in all previous years. Interestingly, as depicted in the table attached, the total decrease in deaths by other causes almost exactly equals the increase in deaths by COVID-19. This suggests, according to Briand, that COVID-19 death toll is misleading. Briand believes that deaths due to heart diseases, respiratory diseases, influenza, and pneumonia may instead be recategorized as being due to COVID-19. The CDC classified all deaths that are related to COVID-19 simply as COVID-19 deaths. Even patients dying from other underlying diseases but are infected with COVID-19 count as COVID-19 deaths. This is likely the main explanation as to why COVID-19 deaths drastically increased while deaths by all other diseases experienced a significant decrease. All of this points to no evidence that COVID-19 created any excess deaths. Total death numbers are not above normal death numbers. We found no evidence to the contrary, Brand concluded. In an interview with the newsletter, Brand addressed the question of whether COVID-19 deaths can be called misleading since the infection might have exacerbated and even led to deaths by other underlying diseases. If the COVID-19 death toll was not misleading at all, what we should have observed is an increase number of heart attacks and increased COVID-19 numbers. But a decreased number of heart attacks and all the other death causes doesn't give us a choice but to point to some misclassification, Brand replied. In other words, the effect of COVID-19 on deaths in the U.S. is considered problematic only when it increases the total number of deaths or the true death burden by a significant amount in addition to the expected deaths by other causes. Since the crude number of total deaths by all causes before and after COVID-19 has stayed the same, one can hardly say, in Brianne's view, that COVID-19 deaths are concerning. Briand also mentioned that more research and data are needed to truly decipher the effect of COVID-19 on deaths in the United States. Throughout the talk, Briand constantly emphasized that although COVID-19 is a serious national and global problem, she also stressed that society should never lose focus of the bigger picture, death in general. The death of a loved one from COVID-19 or other causes is always tragic. Briand explained, each life is equally important, and we should be reminded that even during a global pandemic, we should not forget about the tragic loss of lives from other causes. According to Briand, the over-exaggeration of the COVID-19 death number may be due to the constant emphasis on COVID-19-related deaths and the habitual overlooking of deaths by other natural causes in society. During an interview with the newsletter, after the event, Purna Dharamashina a master's candidate in applied economics expressed his opinion about Brandy's concluding remarks. At the end of the day, it is still a deadly virus, and over-exaggeration or not, to a certain degree, is irrelevant, Daranamashina said. When asked whether the public should be informed about this exaggeration in death numbers, Daranamashina stated that people have a right to know the truth. However, COVID-19 should still continuously be treated as a deadly disease to safeguard the vulnerable population. 
End of article as originally written. So does this disturb you like it disturbs me? Somebody comes out with an article, a paper, an opinion, and then all the other people, all the other scientists look at it and they say, "Ooh, you're wrong here and here and here. And this is why. And they argue about it. And then the other person jumps in and that's how stuff is figured out. Not by censorship, not by censorship. It's not okay. It just isn't okay. Okay.